Hello and welcome. Here we go again, two old guys on the back porch. I am Steve Scotch. And we have the lovely and talented cat, that's C-A-T, mixing up the medicine. Cat, how's the world treating you? Just pretty good tonight. Uh, we got two, sh we got a, let's see, we're from small town of Virginia. We can be found on Facebook and Instagram. We also can be found on uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and all your premier platforms. So please give us a subscribe. Uh, we got two towns we're going to shout out today. One is Hammond, Pennsylvania, out there in York County, Pennsylvania, home of the Haynes Shoe House. It's a big house. It was made by the shoe wizard, Hamlin <laughs> Haynes. <laughs> it's a, he was a shoe wizard, and he made a house that looked like a shoe. Haynes? Yes. I thought they made pantyhose or something. No, this guy made shoes. And our other town we're going to shout at is Rutland, Vermont. A lot of outdoor rec near Rutland, Vermont, like winter skiing in Killington and the P Pico Mountain. Giving y'all a big cheer. Woo! It feels like ski weather out here. We got a major blast of cold out here on the back porch today. It was, was it Not 15 pleasant. this morning or something? Yep. Which, bring the cold, I love it. And uh, Her dog again, loves it. We're two old guys on the back porch, and on the back porch, we're going to stay. All right, again, alcohol is always flowing. And today, I'm on the, I'm on the scotch. I'm a Glenlivet guy, but I, the Glenfiddich was on sale. That's all I got to say. Cat, what you got? Just rocking me a little gin fizz. Ooh, back on the fizzes. All right. Today... We're going to explore the world of advertising. A little history. Do we have a history uh, sound effect? History from Steve. Wow. We are low budget. Okay. Super low so, budget. So here's the history lesson from Steve. Advertising started properly in the 1920s. And guess what they were promoting? cigarettes tobacco <laughs> which is frowned upon now damn it we come from a town that our Mass big produced. our big our big celebration used to be the tobacco bowl yes. there would be a parade yes a parade for it why and now shun it's it it's no a leaf why are available. we dogging a leaf i don't understand just because you can you roll know, it up and smoke it we know exactly where chesterfields came from funny how times have changed now <laughs> they're promoting you can smoke marijuana but tobacco is frowned upon whatever life goes on all right now the, the advertising business it's like a what 500 billion dollar industry every year and i really don't understand why i i can't think of a better way for a company to take their money and just flush it down the toilet. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, commercials, probably the most expensive form, right? It the, is. The ones and, on TV. And we're, it, just, we're a week or so away when we were recording this from the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. Bowl. And a lot of companies, they talk to the guy who's like the big chief. The people usually go to to do their big ads like Toyota or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And he said a lot of the money that he's getting thrown at are just companies that just are just coming right out of the gate and just want to have the coolest ad during right. Super Bowl to introduce themselves. That I understand. If you're just coming out the gate, I understand putting your stuff in front of people's face on television. Right. That I understand. You know, I saw something the other day on the local news out here. It had a, it said 56% of the people who watched the Super Bowl could give two tits about the game. They just want to watch the commercials, which they usually well, some are. Some people want to see Rihanna. <laughs> Go, Rihanna. Riri's going to be up there. She's going to kill it. But last year, I'm going to say the commercials were weak. Were they not? I don't remember anything that stuck in my head. There's usually two really good ones that kind of hit you, and a bunch of them. We always look for Doritos to right, nail Doritos it. The Budweiser it. one with the dogs or the horses, horses make you cry dogs, or something. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, the Super Bowl is next week. So funny we mentioned advertising a week before. But what do you do? My, my first reaction when a commercial comes on, I change the channel. Like, like instantly. It's like a bam. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Because let's just remember back in air day, when a commercial came on, there was like three or four of them. Right. And then it was back to the show. Right. Now these son of bitches go for like six or eight minutes. I mean, I'm not lying. They go, it's, I counted them one time. It was like 13 commercials. This was a, when a freaking football game was on. You forget what the hell you're watching. Right. There's so many commercials. So, I mean, I'll flick over, check the scores of the game, hit MTV to see if there's a new video that I haven't seen or whatever, and then, and then go back to the show and yeah, see, see if the freaking commercials are over. I'm on the other link is, is I record everything. <laughs> right. So unless it's a commercial I haven't seen before, I fast forward all the way through it to get to the next part of whatever I'm going to watch. Uh, again, I, I don't understand. Cat hit on it a minute ago. A minute ago about you know j just new companies coming out the gate to to get their name out there. I understand that. I, what I don't understand is Taco Bell, Pizza Slut, Pizza Hut. God, please go Ford, Chevrolet, Dodge. I mean, look, we we if we want a pizza, we'll call you up the hut if we want something disgusting. Taco Bell, we know you're out here. We we know you're out here. We don't care about your new slimy burrito with Fritos on it. We don't give a damn. Ford, Chevy, Dodge. What I don't understand, these big companies, take your money and flush it down the toilet. I could care less. If if you're a Ford guy, you're not going to be converted. That commercial from Chevrolet is not going to, oh, look at that. I'm going to go buy a Chevrolet. You're not converting anything. I don't understand why these big companies keep wasting this freaking billions of dollars every year. I don't get it. The radio. Okay, you're driving. Let's just say you're going to the liquor store. They play a couple of songs, and then what happens? Here comes the commercial. Well, guess what I do? Hit the button. 
change the station. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear because when the commercials come on the radio, I want to hear music. They're going to go for like five or six minutes of just blah, 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 blah. Don't give a shit. I want to hear songs, not somebody talking. I change the channel. Here's another complete waste of money is direct mailing, okay? When you get your mail and it's got these big pieces of cardboard in it, you know, right. that somebody's selling some bullshit gutter guard or window replacement or whatever. Do you even look at it? In the garbage it goes. Um, here's the only one. The one I ever look at is for Rosie's, if they're going to have a, a special on that hamburger down at the casino. <laughs> here's one. Here's an advertising method here that ticks people off. Nowadays, is these freaking ads that pop up on your phone or your laptop or whatever device you're using to, to try to pull the netty up? I mean, it's is this can it get any more annoying? Okay, it's extremely annoying. You you pop something up on your phone and you hit it, and all these little freaking boxes pop up, and the X is so little you can't even get the hell off of the thing. You're trying to well, get the off one of that it. Gets me okay. If you that's okay. You, YouTube, you did it at the beginning of the video I was watching. It's when you do it in the middle of the video that I'm still watching to finish watching it. I mean, I'm sitting here, like you said, I'm trying to listen to the new song by Midland. Okay, and this annoying shit <laughs> keeps popping up. Like, what do they call it? Digital, digital advertising. Right. I, I call it annoying bullshit. I mean... Okay, here's my annoyance is obviously I cook. And I lose a lot of Pinterest and Pinterest ads. I mean, Pinterest recipes, you pull it up, but then there'll be other stuff that goes, little videos going for other recipes you're not buying or right. you, you're not making. You have to go through those and click those out and click those out. And then finally you have to go when you actually want to find the recipe. Usually some of them are nice now. We'll go jump, jump to the recipe right at the top, but you have to go all the way down. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, look at all the bullshit. Look at all the BS just to get that recipe there at the bottom. It's Air lives are so interrupted on a constant basis by advertising. And to me, they're not winning. No. They're not getting I I pay attention to none of that shit. I, it, as soon as I hear a commercial on the radio, change it. When something pops up on YouTube, I cut it off. I'm watching TV commercials. I change the channel in in two seconds. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Go the fuck away. I mean, here's a question: Is anyone anybody pull the numbers on how much more business these companies are getting by this digital advertising shit? They're getting. I guarantee you, the number they get is zero. That's how much more business they get. How about? I hate to single this one out, but I'm going to do it. It's this, you know, we love the Fox network here oh, on Two Old Guys. The, the freaking commercials on this channel, you know, we're not going to get political on here, but it's like the weeknights. They got the dude on there with the bow tie or whatever. I don't know if he still wears a bow tie. Then after that, they got the Hannity guy. And then there's some other lady on after that. We don't watch these channels, but we'll flick them on every once in a while. We like to be even 
we'll listen to the Democrats, and then we'll listen to the Republicans, and then well, we'll see who wins. But whatever. Newsmax Again, we don't care. Channel. But the, the point is, the commercials. The, the, dude, there's like uh, hearing aids. Um, well, they're speaking wa- to their demographic. Um, um, whatever, the, the railing to get you up and down the steps. There's some freaking handle to put in your bathroom so you don't fall in there. What is this shit? I mean, the pillow guy... His creepy looking ass. Well, I think he got, I think he's selling mattresses or something now. I don't know. Then let's take a look at Geico State Farm. Now, I just stroked a big check to State Farm. It keeps getting bigger every year just so we can drive a car. Geico State Farm, Farmers Insurance, whatever the other ones are. Why are these insurance companies? wasting millions and billions of dollars every year on freaking advertising we know you sell insurance we got it if we need insurance we'll give you a call i do it's not understand to keep your their name recognition into your I, brain but I, I mean but if you're already satisfied with your insurance why are you gonna switch to them that little freaking lizard on that guy could <laughs> think ship his ass back to new zealand i've had about enough of him i mean they try to be funny which they're not. But here, here's State Farm had uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, God. I don't know if he's still on there or not. Okay, this guy's one of the biggest jerks who's ever put on a football helmet, in case you haven't checked. And you're going to put him on there as the face of your company? Come on, State Farm. Get your head out of your ass. Now they got Patrick Mahomes on there. They brought him in off the bench. I don't know if he's going to take over, Aaron. I could care less. I, did, I don't want to see it. Get it off my television. I've had enough. And, and keeping up with the theme of wasting money on advertising. Now, everybody knows we love NASCAR on this podcast. Let me take a big swig of Glenn Fittage before I go on. It was a swig. Have you seen what's on the hood of these cars now? Hardly nothing now. You don't even know. I mean, Liberty, know. Liberty University had to have a freaking car. Liberty, Liberty's a dodgy university up the road here on 460. Don't send your kid there. That place is a disaster. But anyway, again, NASCAR, they've got shit on the side of these cars now. You don't even know what the hell it is. I mean, it's a disaster. And again, do do some kind of research you 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 paid whatever it is to put your name on the side of uh whoever brad kalsnewski's freaking car at the end of the year how much more business did you get here's my question m&ms is no longer on anybody's car right are there ones mars pieced out mars pieced out how many of these ones are used to be funding this They've all picked because it's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. I don't know. Like I said, big big companies, they have big advertising budgets. They set aside money every year for this. Right. I I don't understand it. Again, I'll say it one more time. New companies trying to get their name out there. Maybe on NASCAR. Maybe it is some of the new companies. It's like whatever. Like Joey's Windows and Al's... Gutter, go- I don't know what the crap is. But right. Maybe that's a good way for them. At least somebody sees they're out there. I don't know. But companies, you know, again, 
there there are there's subtle ways of letter, letting people know you're out there. There there's subtle ways to do it. Well, see p- now the way that they want to do the young kitty cats going is you get like an influencer to come in on you on uh, the TikTok and the. Uh, the Instagram right. and you know put the makeup on and show right the new, and and some of these companies that just isn't going to fly with them yeah I don't know again advertising it just it interrupts our daily life every day and I'm sick all right let's roll right into one tough son of a bitch sorry She's not a bitch. This though. is one tough, awesome, awesome lady. lady. Thank you. Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger. Woo! Born in 1879 from Corning, New York. Let's do it. Let's call Margaret the queen of birth control. I said it. How about that? 20th century. What is it? This lady early in the 20th century said, hey, women should have a say in the decision of having a child or not yes we should this lady got arrested for opening a birth control clinic right in 1916 right in brooklyn new york margaret sanger gave speeches wrote books pamphlets she trying to doc- help women she was a doctor she blamed her father for her mother's death her mother had like 18 pregnancies during her lifetime wow she believed birth control was free speech uh, she let's see. She popularized the term birth control. Margaret Sanger. Right. Let's see, she opened up the first uh, birth control clinic there I in did New York say City. That. Let's see. She wrote books. Oh, s- some of her books were the first ones burned by the Nazis. Wow. How about she that? She was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize thirty-one times. I tell you what, I didn't know this, but Margaret Sanger. She died. At age 86 in 1966, and birth control wasn't legalized in this country until 1965, the year before she passed. Both of my grandmothers had seven kids each, so. Right. Margaret Sanger, she founded the American Birth Control League, which later became Planned Parenthood. Parenthood. How about that? And is widely regarded as a founder of the modern birth control movement. Give it up for that. And that makes Margaret Sanger one tough, awesome lady. And we're What You're Watching again. And I've only been two episodes in on this one, but so far it's pretty good. It's called The Mayfair Witches. It's on AMC. It starts with a neurosurgeon that discovers she's an heir to a family of witches. And a <laughs> sinister presence that has haunted her family for generations what is this on this is on amc it's uh based on some books written by ann rice who just died last year wow ann rice she's pretty in of course most of the haunting as usual ann rice is in her hometown in new orleans louisiana it's pretty good i mean it's really you know some of the stuff that she's got the neurosurgeons going through when she's in living in san francisco it's kind of a female empowerment. Not only she's feeling powerful and becoming, finding out that she's part of these witches, she's also finding, you know, out that she's got other powers in her life. She's, you know, she's got a lot of dudes doing, you know, 
stuff that's not that great. When is this on? This is on uh, Sunday nights on AMC. Okay. And it's called? The Mayfair Witches. Mayfair Witches. Let's pass for me. All right, let's it's see. It's pretty good. All right. it's, you know, okay. if you got somebody who's into, into witchcraft. the witchcraft Ooh. thing, it's Ooh. it's not, you know, it's pretty, so far Tells it's a good, good story. Yes, it does. All right, cocktail of the week this week. Actually, this one could be a shooter or it could be a cocktail. It's called the Kamikaze. This one is a shaker. Look, if you don't have the tools, you can't do the job. So hopefully everybody listening has a shaker at this point in your shaker filled with ice. It's a shot of absolute vodka. It has to be absolute, doesn't it, Kat? It absolutely has to be. <laughs> it Sorry, doesn't have to Tito's. be. We like Tito's too. Half shot of triple sec, half shot of lemon juice. If anybody hadn't noticed, that triple sec in lemon juice, <laughs> lime juice, lemon juice, got to be in the fridge. Right. That we, you can make have, a thousand drinks. We get the big balls of it from the food line. The big balls. The sound big like, balls. Sound like a South girl. All right, here we go again. The kamikaze. Shot of absolute. Half shot of triple sec. Half shot of lemon juice. Okay, kamikaze. Shake the, sh- the shit out of it. Pour it in a shot glass or in a highball glass with ice. What do you got, Cap? Uh, nothing. We just are we gonna try it? Oh, you made us a shot. I made us a shot. So we got a. Slug that whole thing? Oh, I'm, God, you don't have damn, to. Damn, that bitch is big. Okay. Are right, you ready? Gonna... Here, toast, baby. Here, Kat made us one. There's two. We're, I'm not much into shots, so this should be nail it. Oh, wow. Mm. Went on down. Woo! Kamikaze was a Japanese word for divine wind. Ow. Of course, kamikaze came from. Excuse me. Uh, kamikaze <laughs> pilots, you know. We Dive know what they did. <laughs> they John killed themselves. naval bases there. It was one in mission. World War II. <laughs> you got one mission. You got one mission, you're done. So. Kamikaze. I felt like I just took you my just... mission. It wasn't bad. It really wasn't. Well, you're the one who wanted to switch the shots. We're shooting it. Uh, not yet. <laughs> All right, today, Band of the Week. I know you've been waiting for this one. Metallica. Formed in 1981 from L.A., California. James, Lars, Kurt, and Cliff Burton was the first bass player. Everybody knows he passed away in that bus accident. It was horrible. Cliff Burton, he was a beast on the bass. Big loss for Metallica, but um, they just kept going on. And uh, Jason Newstead came in, and they continue to go up the charts. And then I think the guy's name is Robert Trulio not saying it sorry robert right he's a badass bass player he's been their bass player for like 20 years now and i me and kitty cat i tell you straight up we're not big, big metal heads here at our house um sorry guys but i mean metallica they've been doing their thing for 40 years now i mean they got a big thing on uh stranger things last summer when they had the what is it the something of puppets Going down in the master middle of, of master puppets performance in okay, the middle cat. of middle of the big battle scene with the guy with the guitar. It was right. so cool. The, the, but they have other songs besides that, of course. They do. They've got a, tons of good songs. I, I like good musicianship. I like good songwriting. Metallica. They check all the boxes. Everybody knows Inner Sandman, and we were bumpered in with uh, 
for who for whom the bell tolls, which was one of their first big, you know, things that caught everybody's attention. One, um, you know, again, Metallica's got so many kick-ass songs. If you're a Metallica fan, you're you're kind of laughing at me right now because oh, we're you know, all laughing at <laughs> you right now. You know. You know, if you know Metallica, you know. You know, I mean, you know. if you like that band, there really is no other music. You won't even listen to any other yeah, band because everybody sucks. Get your pretty new they order live out of here. and die Metallica, which I love. I like that. You know, personally, me and Kat, we like all kinds of music and metal. So, you know, if it's good metal, I like it. Metallica, look, they put the work in. Okay, through the years. They do the business. Tons of touring, lots of effort on their videos. Their videos their are videos great. Their videos are good. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say check out Metallica wherever you get your music. <laughs> that seems a little lame. These guys are a little bit above that. Metallica, we know. You freaking rock. You we wanna, rock it, dude. Woo, we want to thank everybody for listening. And we will see y'all down the road. See ya.